Welcome to Trending in Education. Uh, I'm Brandon Jones here with Mike Palmer uh, and a picture of Dan Strafford, who may or may not be uh, live uh, with us here as well. He, as we talked about a couple weeks ago, uh, just welcomed in uh, to his uh, his family the third child member of his family. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan, hope all is going well. Yeah. Um, but uh, glad to have have everyone back uh, with us, including you, Mike. Mike, how are you? I'm good. You know, and a picture of Dan is worth a thousand words from Dan. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And I think in a good episode, you know, he's got a thousand strong ones in it. He him, does. You know? I think we need maybe sometimes like a half picture of Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I. Uh, you know, uh, uh, had a nice weekend uh, and uh, looking forward to to talking. I mean, we uh, we 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 got into some Game of Thrones action. We we dropped the definitive uh, Game of Thrones and learning podcast. Yeah. Uh, last week. Yeah. It was the defi- if you listen to one Game of Thrones and learning podcast, that's the one. Well, that's the one. So for yeah. those of you who haven't done that, uh, please go back. And uh, and even there, we said uh, we said there were spoilers, but I listened to it. Not a lot of spoilers. We were kind of right. talking around the stuff. We did, yeah, yeah. yeah which was we, I said the word Night King, right? Yeah, spoiler. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's a spoiler if you haven't watched any of the sure. show. Sure. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or for example, like we talked about the books. Yes. Um, it's a spoiler if you didn't know that books existed. Correct. Like if you're like if you're like Dan's newest child. Yes. Spoiler. Like right. there are everything, books. Everything's a spoiler. Everything's a spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Why didn't you tell me? Yeah. Yeah. Dad. But. but uh, <laughs> But uh, but this week we were thinking about expanding into more uh, what's going on in edutainment. Yes. Right? Uh, and uh, there was an article about Schoolhouse Rock mm. uh, that was uh, was central to my early education. Yeah, let's start there. So yeah. I, I don't I know nothing, uh, Jon Snow. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, you're supposed to say the spoiler alert uh, uh, before. before. Got it. Yes. Got it. You've, so I'm going to start saying you've been spoilt. <laughs> um, but you like Schoolhouse Rock was like that was your jam. I learned stuff there. Yeah. What? Yeah. I learned the preamble to the Constitution, for example. Mm. So like we the people in order to form a more perfect union. And it keeps going. I can yeah. do the whole thing. That's good. But I know you would in start. So, in you'd song start, form. You'd start to get uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 And yeah. it's it's just because we're here. I'm already it's, uncomfortable. The honesty is Achie- too much. Achievement I, I, I understand. Yeah. But, uh, and then like uh, Interplanet Janet, I remembered the uh, uh, the order of planets that way. And even some qualities of planets. Although, uh Interplanet Janet needs to be updated because it ended with, and Pluto, little Pluto, is the farthest planet from the sun. Turns out it's just a rock. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's a, uh, uh, spoiler alert. Yes. Come on. Yeah. What? what? It's but, true. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, what I loved about um, Schoolhouse Rock was it was short. It yes. was kind of like, you know, everyone's talking about snackable content these mm. days. It was very snackable. Mm. Uh, you would get it during the uh, interstitials, like between... You know, you'd be watching the Super Friends on ABC on a on a Saturday morning, and uh, and then during the commercials when you know you get it's like a commercial. Even as a kid, you know, it's like this isn't the real stuff. This right. is they're trying to sell something to me. But then you would get like, hey, I can learn, and learning can be fun because it would be like ninety seconds to maybe two three minutes, and uh, they would go over a topic, they would sing, and then it would all be cartoons. So the whole right concept back in the day was it was this Saturday morning programming was designed for kids still somewhat that way yeah uh, and the cartoons were everywhere and uh, and then uh, schoolhouse rock kind of fit right within that uh, genre and then the 
the music was great. Now, two questions: yeah. How a bill becomes a law? Yeah, Schoolhouse Rock for sure. Yeah, so I'm I'm down I'm down with Schoolhouse Rock. Right, I, right. Conjunction, junction. What's your function? Right. Yes. So I, oh, so you know? Yeah, I just I think I got just just a smattering. Taste. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was on Saturday mornings. I was I was reading books. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I was watching cartoons like everybody. But um, yeah, I I uh, I think I just missed. I caught a little bit. Um, uh, in uh, of Schoolhouse Rock, I, I didn't get fully rocked out. Yeah, yeah, it's okay though. Yeah, and it's okay to read books. It's fine. It's, o- it's, it's fine. good. It's, it's fine. a good. It's thing. all fine as long as there's pictures in them. Yes, because like that was the thing. Like uh, the whole visual, the whole picture superiority effect, which I talk about all the time. But yeah. like that's kind of what we're evolving towards now, uh, which is a great thing to talk about on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, like, right. it's, it's fantastic. Awesome, we should right. talk about ca- cartoons. Yeah. And, uh, we we talk- already talked about the picture of Dan that we can see that yes, you can't. exactly, yeah. exactly. Now, what about um, uh, j- the jingle? So, so yes. you know, mnemonics uh, mm-hmm. we've talked about. We talked about that with uh, Dr. Boris Axberg, yes. um, formerly now yeah. of, of Kaplan and Chan, uh, Chan Zuckerberg, doing it Chan Zuckerberg style. Shout um, out, shout out to Bro, friend yep. of the show. We'll have you back, Bro. Um, but we talked about memory palaces, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's um, is there? Is there either the science behind or absent that? Is there just the Mike Palmer uh, school of thought on yeah. uh, the songs part, the the, the singing part of sure. uh, of Schoolhouse Rock, and and does that help? Did that help it make it sticky? Is there got to right? Yeah, I mean like jingles. Even if you look back to the Primordial Savannah, <laughs> ding. Yeah, uh, if you think back, you know, like uh, over over the course of history, uh, part of our evolution is the ability to sing, and you want to wonder. I want to wonder why. Uh, and I think part of it is probably sexual selection. So like Sinatra and Elvis, uh, you know, they were able to uh, to perform well with the ladies uh, due to their their dulcet tones. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure the opposite is true of uh, the Chanteuses out there. Uh, but uh, so I think there's a little bit of that, obviously. But I also think there's uh, there's a role to be played by like the the balladeer or the minstrel, which is, you know, particularly before history was uh, was written, it had to either be spoken or sung and uh, poetry and uh, putting poetry to music, I think, were devices to help everyone learn how to, you know, be on the same script at the same time. Yeah. So, uh, Orpheus had both poetry and music. Yeah. 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 It's, I, I, I wonder if there's, um, something that's hard coded. Uh, I, I feel like, um, we were about to go uh, trending and trending and education after dark uh, yeah. on that on that po- on that part of the pod, but yeah. uh, I wonder if there is hey, something. It's, it's it's Darwinian. It's we can talk about right. evolution. We could talk yes. about sexual selection. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It just gets a little edgy. Right, right, yeah, I right. Right. Safe place. Right. Safe place. Yeah, um, but I, I wonder if there's something there. there Maybe something that ends up being hard coded about um, song, and that makes it, um, you know, that 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 has more hooks, or that makes it stickier. It reminds me of the uh, what we were talking about around the picture superiority effect, where like you're not just encoding it, encoding the the textual or auditory content. You're also textual process- selection, yeah. a little bit, of- <laughs> but you're also processing like the visual uh, component of that information so like it's processed into uh that's sort of the dual coding principle of uh out of learning science as well and um it would kind of make sense in that sense as well where like you are remembering 
the tune as well as the the sort of the content of it. And uh, I imagine that sort of solidifies it in your memory. It also does seem like we're evolved to uh, to to sing and uh, you know use verse as a way to remember things and sort of communicate. Um, and uh, particularly because you see that across cultures, you know, like it's not like that's unique to uh, to one place or another. Schoolhouse Rock, however. That's pretty USA. It is pretty USA. It's pretty USA. How a bill becomes a law oh. in China. That was the sequel. <laughs> that's the sequel. That's coming. That's that's coming out later this year. I think. Although, although I imagine there are probably corollaries in other countries. Sure. And that would be interesting if any of our our listeners have uh, have any insights into uh, similar similarly structured content like cartoons and uh, sort of uh, programming designed for kids with music that is designed for instructional purposes. And uh, that's what we're that's one genre of edutainment. I think edutainment as a as a topic uh, and as a term of art um, is a bit broader than that. I think it can mean a, a, a bunch of different things. But uh, but when I think edutainment, I think uh, Schoolhouse Rock, I think uh, the electric company from PBS back mm-hmm. in the day uh, and uh, and then Sesame Street. Like, I think those are kind of like the. The, the those those are the forms of edutainment that I kind of grew up on, and I right. think like that era was was in some ways a golden age, uh, particularly when public television and its focus, like really Sesame Street, I think led the charge. Uh, the focus on uh, using television as a way to educate kids um, that was something that really you know kind of emerged in the '70s into the '80s, and that was right when I was growing up. Yeah, we talked, uh, I, I think, on a previous but briefly. Um, about uh, about what counts as edutainment. Yes. Uh, I think things that we had decided were maybe cuspy or maybe maybe we didn't come to a conclusion on. Mr. Wizard. Yes. Uh, 321 Contact. Yes. Uh, 24. 24 was a little maybe. Did you, did you watch that show? 24 with Kiefer Sutherland? No, no. Okay. I think it was called 24. Or Square One. Square One is maybe it was okay. called. Yeah, is this... Is this, this I, is... No, I thought you were going deep where you were like, no. and 24 the terrorist show with no. Kiefer Sutherland. I was like, you know, you learn about uh, risk levels and you right. learn about true, true. Uh, doomsday scenarios. Yeah. And... Also, Born Ultimatum. Yes, yes. right. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, uh, you know, that's the the, the, the earlier part. I think School House Rock, School House Rock was 1973. Mm, something like that, yeah. Yeah, so, um, and then all the way, uh, I think maybe it was Square One. I'll, I'll see if I can. Dan, um, uh, are you Dan? <laughs> Picture of Dan. Can you check this one? We have to look this up ourselves? Yeah. Um, so I, that was a show. There was, there was um, uh, MathNet. There was like a Dragnet uh, Ooh, spoof. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was part of like people solving mm-hmm. math. Uh, and uh, there was Math Man, Math Man, Math Man, Math Man. Yeah, um, was a part of that. Show. So like that was probably uh, mid eighties. Okay, um, sure. So yeah, I think you're right. That was a golden age. Now wh- we're we're talking about trending in education. Wh- why um why is this trending now? So we're uh, we're talking Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah, uh, talking some maybe we'll be talking some Carmen Sandiego. Diego yes. there in a second. But what's yeah. what's the trend here? I think the trend it's a combination of. Uh, like the retro window is now moving forward in time. So like generally it's, you know, 20 to 30 years back, you know, is the area that it's far enough from, and it's probably generational too, so that, you know, parents think back to their childhood and they can kind of connect with their kids by having their kids experience things that were similar to what they grew up 
with. So I think the generation, uh, probably uh, Generation X, really is into the the new the newly named uh, Exennial yeah. uh, generation. Yes. So Generation that's X, my, that's my jam too. Into, by the way. into your Exennials yeah. uh, are um, grew up on uh, sort of the golden age of educational television, and now they have kids and they want their kids to learn. So I think and. And at the same time, I think they just enjoy connecting back to uh, sort of uh, what was great back in my day. It was cool, whatever. And unlike uh, sort of that old trope where, you know, back in my day uh, and you couldn't really understand what it was like back in your day. Now it's like back in my day, we looked at Schoolhouse Rock here. Look at Schoolhouse Rock, you know. So um, so I think there's a little bit of that. There's a little bit of unearthing of the past. And then I also think the um, uh, the idea of education and entertainment coming together uh, is also on trend. I, I know you talked about that from uh, South by Southwest. Uh, I think the Meeker report, uh, another big trend uh, trend report, uh, talked about uh, education and gaming, you know, learning and gaming. Uh, so, And then just generally speaking, I think the amount of time that people spend in quote-unquote leisure or entertainment um, activities uh, is a tremendous opportunity for learning. Uh, and I, I just generally, I think people are feeling uh, like a lot of their uh, leisure or entertainment in, uh, interaction is kind of wasted. It's just not particularly valuable. You get better at Candy Crush, but does it really help you in life? Sure. As opposed to if you can understand, I'm just a bill, uh, you know, maybe you could run for Congress. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I w- you'd also shared an, an article, I think, um, from, uh, looks like it's from April of this year, um, from polyon.com mm-hmm. uh, about uh, some Netflix bets on 90s yes. uh, kids uh, edutainment. So yes. we mentioned Carmen Sandiego. So um, it looks like Netflix has acquired the rights to uh, have a an animated version of Carmen Sandiego, yes. uh, which is coming out soon. Uh, a uh, a new modern version of the Magic School Bus. Yes, which I, I missed that one. I think that was in the nineties. Me too. But it's starring Kate McKinnon, right? Yes, that's that's right. Uh, as the voice of the zany, extraordinary teacher who leads her class in their adventures, Ms. Frizzle. Right. Yes. Kate, and Kate McKinnon of uh, Saturday Night Live fame, uh, also a former Kaplan employee. That's correct. Yeah, uh, Kate, uh, you're welcome here. We'd yep. love, love to have you here. And uh, yep. talk so, to you the about chair is already reserved for Elon, but you can stand. There's <laughs> depending stand, on the day. There's it's SRO, yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. for you, you're welcome to uh, to stand. Um, <laughs> and uh, Bill Nye, the science guy. Yes. Yep. Uh, and that's uh, also a uh, 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 recent acquisition in terms of properties by uh, by Netflix. So um, the uh, the as more of these players, whether it's Netflix or Amazon or HBO or what whatever it is, um, gets into content as a principal part of their strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's interesting to see that the, some of the content they're going after is this. Uh, you know, what are going to be sort of new skins on some old edutainment. Yeah, exactly. And I also find the fact that uh, Carmen Sandiego is going to be animated is also interesting. Yes. Because uh, if you think about the the formats that are typically designed for uh, for children are more cartoons or puppets or things that are clearly um, fantastical uh, and 
you know, I went. To, I was telling you before, I went to the the Jim Henson uh, Muppet exhibit at the Museum of the Moving Image here in Queens, and uh, it was really interesting to understand how much uh, that departure into this sort of I, I'd almost say magical experience is something that uh, that is really most ripe, I think, when you're young. Uh, so it is interesting that uh, those old concepts are are coming back, but then they're coming back now with uh, animation or with some sort of uh, something to make it feel new, uh, but also make it resonate with the imagination. Uh, so thought that was cool. Yeah. I love the, I love me some Muppets. Oh my God! Yeah, they're, yeah, they're so good. They're so good, and they had a Fraggle Rock section. Yeah, and they had uh, one down uh, in Fraggle Rock, and they had one Dark Crystal, mm. uh, which that's some dark stuff. That is it's like Vulture Birds. It's like Game of Thrones. Yes. for vultures. Yes, with with uh, with Muppet puppets. Yes, right, and big ones, huge. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. So um, yeah, the that'll then, that'll weird you out. I think. I mean, uh, even maybe as an adult, that yeah. might still weird me out. Well, it was interesting also just understanding the history of Jim Henson like he was like an experimental filmmaker mm. in the 60s you know uh, so he definitely got, some weird he some got, weird li- action, got a little man. out there yeah. uh, during that phase and then he may have uh, had some dark crystals <laughs> exactly and then after that he sort of evolved into uh, you know the puppets began as commercials in the 60s and then uh, with uh, the advent of Sesame Street uh, he was able to kind of evolve into uh a puppet master, uh, literally a puppeteer. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and it was really interesting just to even understand how they did it, you know? So like even the opening scene of the Muppet movie where, uh, Kermit is playing a banjo on a log in the swamp. Yes. Uh, Jim Henson was underneath that log in an airtight compartment. Really? Like, oh, that's interesting. you know, doing the hand, yeah, like doing the talk, yeah, with, doing with, the hand with, job, with, baby. With, with 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 his hands, yeah, uh, and then and then real ba- real swamp, real fake, swamp, fake frog, fake frog. Well, you know, sure, yeah, yeah. Spo- but, spoil, you've been spoiled. Although I gotta say, Kermit is more real than just about anybody I know. Mm. Like he keeps it real, yeah. You know, like there's a certain vulnerability. Were you also an experimental filmmaker in the 1960s? <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, no, and then Miss Piggy. I mean, come on, who doesn't love Miss Piggy? And then you got Frank, Kermit. Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, no, he does. He does. I mean, in his heart of hearts. Yeah. He loves her, right? I Uh, think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I forgot forgot how much Fozzie Bear says, waka waka, waka waka. You you did forget that? I forgot how much he says it. Oh, got it. It's like constant. And there's like- There's like- I wish you had remembered it so that didn't become part of this pod. There's sight gags where uh, where like Fozzie's like like dancing and saying like waka waka and like- (laughs) I don't know. It's just kind of hilarious for uh, Muppets to be seen. Like, that was the big innovation then. Like, sure. You know, Kermit riding a bicycle was, like, the equivalent of, like, the dragons from Game of Thrones. Correct. Like, right. like yeah. in 79, yeah. it was like, if you go to see one cinematic <laughs> experience, see Kermit playing a banjo and riding a bicycle. Yeah. And it was actually all in the um, in the trailers. And then when the the Muppets Take Manhattan came out next... Like, it wasn't, they had to one-up themselves, so it wasn't just Kermit. It was like, they're all riding their bikes through Central Park, you know what I mean? Uh, but, uh, but yeah, and then uh, I, from a learning perspective, I was realizing, I think I got a lot of my uh, sense of humor from the Muppets, mm. you know, especially like the dad joke. Sure. Kind of like, when I go a little dad joke, it's very Muppet. Yeah. Muppety. I mean, it's also my dad, but it's very Muppety. Right. Now, your dad was a flesh and blood 
person. He yeah, not I, a, not a Muppet. You know, like I I, I don't see I don't see puppet. <laughs> you know, like I'm actually kind of beyond all that. But but people tell me he was human. He seemed human to me. You know, and I didn't I didn't get to know any other guys who were just kind of hanging around him all the time. <laughs> right. So it made me assume he was. You know, I think he was. Probably yeah. Jim right. Henson wasn't there under the log. Well, and the funny thing is, uh, and then Jim Henson had like uh, he wore like a microphone, but it was with like a headband, mm. and it was very 70s. Yeah. It almost looked like a macrame headband. It's awesome. It was very like. Uh, so yeah, if you're in uh, if you're in New York, uh, Museum of the Moving Image, uh, not a sponsor of the show, but uh, but they have a permanent collection there now. So like like the Jim Henson who died young tragically yeah. uh, donated his entire collection to uh, not his entire collection, but a good cross section. You could see like all the Muppets uh, uh, there, uh, including uh, the Swedish Chef. Mm. Forgot how much I love the Swedish sure. Chef, yeah. Do- Dr. Bunsen, Honeydew, and Beaker. I mean the list. Goes on and on. It does, uh, but but I think uh, I think I'll stop. So there. if you're in Manhattan, you can go. If you're in New York, because yes. it's, it's not actually in Manhattan, it's, it's in, in Astoria, Queens, which yeah. is in Queens. Uh-huh. Um, you can go see this museum, or yeah, you can just wait for the Muppets to take Manhattan again. You can just like yeah. wait on the street, and then yeah. the sooner or later they're gonna come back. Yes, yeah, like they're like yeah. they like cicadas, locusts. Yeah, yeah right. every every so, so, so several years. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, uh, edutainment. Uh, Learning from our leisure and entertainment. Uh, we've also talked about entercation. Uh, that's the losing. Uh, that is. That's the hashtag losing portmanteau. Correct. Yes. Correct. Yeah, but the winning portmanteau, edutainment, it's back, right? It's back. It's, I think edutainment is here to stay. Here to stay. Yeah. And hopefully, uh, maybe maybe we're providing a little bit of it ourselves. That's our goal. Yeah. That's, our, that's our goal. It's not just to talk about it. It's to make it. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, if you, uh, I, I would say if, if you have... Uh, either I think there was a call out already from Mike on this very pod about if you are a non-American, yeah, or or an American with international uh, affinity. No, plug just in. not. Just we don't. I don't know if we say non-American. I mean, this get you're, you're making me uncomfortable. Yes, okay. it, this, yeah, if okay. you have a non-American, I've yeah. got a uh, I've got who act to, to talk to you. Um, but if you uh, if you grew up somewhere or n- know someone who grew up somewhere other than America, and you have your corollary yes. of Schoolhouse Rock, yes, what were you doing in Argentina or right. in wherever else? Yeah, and is the music great? Is the yeah? Is so it so tweet tweet at us yeah. at trending and ed yeah on uh, on Twitter at trending and ed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we want to know. We we would love to. This is not an American centric pod. I mean, it happens to be recorded in New York in sure. English, but yeah, we're we're interested in in what uh, the whole how the whole world is being edutained for sure. So uh, so so come at us. Uh, we'll be here and uh, be ready to uh, to talk about that. I think um, we'll we'll probably wrap here and uh, be back at you next week with more fun and awesome. So in, until then, uh, thanks, Mike. Thanks, picture of Dan, and uh, and thanks everybody. We'll see you uh, next week on trending in education.